Hello and happy 1st of September. Do you remember? Sorry. Happy 1st of September. I couldn't help that. But welcome to the ABCs of Weight Loss Podcast series where I'll be taking you through every single letter of the alphabet and relating it to something to do with weight loss and to help you. So these podcast episodes are short. Some of them are short. Some of them are long and some of them took two episode recordings. So you're in for a jam-packed session. We've got accountability, keto. We have got weight loss. We've got all of those things. So you are in for a treat. Don't forget to make sure that the emails are going into your inbox and not going to spam because that's how you're going to be able to get these podcasts. I cannot wait for you to listen to day one through to 26 all the way to the middle of September. September is full season and I absolutely love full season. If you are somebody who wants to reach out to me during the season, during the season during the sessions please do reach out at va nutrition coaching over on the gram if you want to reach out via email do please do so support at va nutrition coaching.co.uk now i'm actually going to stop talking so you can get on and listen to this episode hello girl hello girl get your tea get your coffee get your matcha your water anything get a notepad get a pen because i'm excited for this one ain't even gonna do no intros i'm gonna go straight into it this is the letter k for the abcs of weight loss we are talking everything keto i've been waiting for this since we started from the letter a and i don't want to knock anybody who's doing keto if you're doing keto and you're listening to me i'm glad you're here get a notepad, get a pen, you might learn something new that you don't really know about keto that you're already on. Now, if you're here, chances are you're listening to this because you want to know my views. I'm honoured that you want to know my views. I'm honoured that you're here as a guest, even if you are doing keto. And even if you go away and your mind is never changed about keto, thanks for tuning in, thanks for listening. Share it with a sister friend, share it with somebody who needs to hear this information so that they can know the real truth, the hard truth, and nothing but the truth about the dangers of the ketogenic lifestyle that is a craze in the US. Now, as you can hear, I'm a Londoner. I'm from London, born and raised in the UK. My only visit to the States is New York. And it was amazing. It was incredible. Way before flight prices are ridiculously high as they are now. I paid for myself and a friend £850 and we stayed in a hotel. I loved the hotel was nice. People were like, I love your accent. Um, (laughs) It was fun. It was fun. It was nice. I want to go back one day. I want to go back and visit a couple of places in the States. Let me know where I should visit. Um, where's good for food, where's good for attractions, where's good for churches. Uh, We went to Times Square Church, which is an amazing service. So let me know your suggestions. Email me, support at vanutritioncoaching.co.uk or DM me at at vanutritioncoaching on Instagram. I would love to know your recommendations where I should go and where I shouldn't go because obviously I'm a tourist, so they're going to know that I'm not from the States, not from the islands. Let me know. But let me talk about keto, the ketogenic diet, the infamous keto diet, the diet that you can eat avocados, all you like, all you can eat fat, fat foods and still lose weight. Doctors who don't really have a qualification in nutrition, they don't all have a qualification in nutrition. So some of the doctors that are advising you to do the keto lifestyle may actually be ill-advising you. So be cautious of this. But some people swear by the ketogenic lifestyle. Your body's in ketosis. Your body is now burning fats. It's burning fats from the inside. This is amazing. There are different MLM companies now that ketogenic lifestyle has just gone wild. Now, there are more ketogenic um, products in the US than there are in the UK. So I struggle to find keto bread. I struggle to fit in my 20 grams of carbs because that's what keto promotes. Only amount of carbs that you can have on a day-to-day basis is 20 grams of carbohydrates. Who can live on 20 grams of carbohydrates? I certainly couldn't. I'm going to tell you, there were some things that I enjoyed about keto. Now, 
before I get into my story, let's talk about what keto is. Now, the whole ketogenic diet was actually created for children who have epilepsy. Now, if you're a grown woman considering a ketogenic diet, this is something that you need to be aware of. I can give you the information as a coach. I'm there to give you the information, encourage you, guide you. But ultimately, you make the choice and the decision is ultimately yours. So basically, it's a very low carbogenic carbogenic it's a very low carbohydrate diet so you get 20 grams of carbs at a push you can get 50 grams of carbs per day and the majority of the foods that you're getting so you cut out carbohydrates now when you're talking about carbohydrates it's not just white bread pasta sweets cookies cakes it isn't just that that's what we often think that carbs are white pasta white bread oh, I can cut out bread. It's a whole lot more than that. When it comes to carbohydrates, if you're somebody who naturally likes fruits, you can't eat a banana, you can't eat some strawberries. There are lots of different fruits that you can't eat because they have a naturally high glycemic index and they also have a high carbohydrate ratio. They will have some other minerals in it like fats and proteins, but very, very minor. Majority of fruits and vegetables are carbohydrates. So that's what it's for. And if you're somebody who's not got epilepsy, you need to consider, do I need to be doing keto? Now, it what happens is it actually starts to restrict yourself and you're restricting your body from eating carbohydrates, forcing your body to go into a ketosis state and your body is now burning ketones. Now, before we continue in this episode, I do not advocate for keto. I don't I don't subscribe for keto and I'll tell you why. But if you choose to do that, that's your decision. And it doesn't work for you. That's your decision. That's nothing to do with me. I'm absolutely not advocating for this diet. But if you're somebody who wants to do that fad diet, it's totally your choice. This is no way saying to you, go and do the keto because Verona told you. Please don't misquote me. If you're going to quote me, quote me correctly. Put some respect on my name. I'm not promoting anybody to do this way of eating. Okay, let's get back into it. So basically, you're restricting yourself from the amount of carbohydrates that you're eating to a very, very low minimal, and you're increasing the amount of fats that you're eating. And what that actually does to the body is it can lead to the ketogenic state, the ketosis state. So basically, that means that your metabolism is going to rely on fats only, whereas our body is designed to get energy, our brains need carbohydrates because they use it as fuel. So what you're doing in this ketogenic diet now, they have done research and they have found, oh, actually this is for epileptic children. But what I will do is I will now promote that to adults, women and men. And so it's now become sensationalized and it's become commercialized because you've got products that are also in the market. Keto bread, as mentioned, you've got ketones, you've got other things that other MLMs are pushing for you to join their team and they're selling these particular things. Drink this ketone and you will lose fat. That's how it's marketed. And so when your body goes into this metabolic state, it's actually doing the reverse of what your body's intentionally designed to do. So you're tricking your body into doing something that you're primarily it's not designed to do. There are several risks. So I'm going to go through the risks as to this. But before we get into the risks, because sometimes that's what happens, people tell you the bad things and whatever else. I got results from the ketogenic diet. Now it wasn't because of keto, but it was because I was in a calorie deficit. So naturally, if I'm reducing carbohydrates, I'm cutting out all carbs. I restricted myself from carbohydrates totally. I did 50 grams of carbs because 20 was ridiculous. And most of my fats was coming from oily fish with high in omega-3s and omega-6s. You know, when you start a new diet and you're on top of the world and you're like, oh, this is nice. But what happens is when you start to go to your friends, when you start to go to your families, when you start to go out for meals for birthdays, those restaurants don't cater for the ketogenic lifestyle. So what you may find is you're forced to actually order carbs because either you don't eat, or you're just forced to eat whatever it is. Now, let's talk about the side effects. The birthdays in the office were celebrated where I was working at the time with Krispy Kremes. Why? I don't know. 
But I was in my restriction mode. I had 20 grams of carbs. I pushed 50 grams of carbs per day. That did not account for my 135 calories in a Krispy Kreme donut. So what I did was I binged. I ate three of those Krispy Kreme donuts in the space of two minutes. And I ate myself silly with chocolate. Immediately, I was sick. Because that much of that amount of sugar, because you're also cutting out on sugars, you're also cutting out on carbohydrates, which you're getting your sugars from. So that amount, that quick succession of sugar, literally my body went crazy. My body went into overdrive and I was I vomited it all out. That's what happens when you're restricting yourself so severely. You end up being like Homer Simpson, where Homer Simpson goes crazy for a donut. That's what I was like. There was no chill. There was no control. There were people around me. I just gorged on it, ate everything I wanted to eat, everything that I was missing. And so if you're on keto and you keep failing, you keep messing up, it's the weekends that slip up for you. If you like carbs, eat your carbs. Don't allow keto or keto influencers or keto pushers to deter you from eating carbohydrates. If you like simple carbs, cakes, sweets, treats, eat those things, but exercise portion control on it. You don't need to eat free donuts in at one time. You just don't need to do that. That's greed. That's what I was doing. It's greed. It's gluttony. You don't need to do that. Have one, have half, have a, have a quarter, have one, have two. Eat till you're satisfied. Eating till you're satisfied doesn't mean eating four, five, six or the whole box of donuts. We don't need to do that. When we're overeating, overconsuming calories, that's when we're getting into a weight gain and having an addiction to food. Those are the things that we need to bear in mind. And I began to lose some fat. But at the time, I didn't know it was because I was in a calorie deficit. So if you're on keto and you're thinking of doing keto, you, you're going to lose weight because of a calorie deficit. But eventually it's going to stop working for you. And here are the things, if you're following people who do keto, you're following them who sell their ketones, their supplements that cost over £100 for a box of little powdered shake. You put it in some water and you shake it and you drink it. That's supposedly supposed to help you burn fat. It doesn't. It's being in a calorie deficit that helps you burn fat and reducing the amount of calories to a, an amount that's sustainable and satisfies your body not ridiculously low calories. So let's talk about the things that you don't see on social media. People don't tell you you have keto breath. Keto breath kicks more than morning breath. Morning breath kicks in itself. If you don't brush your teeth or even if you do brush your teeth at night, you're still going to have some, you're going to have some kicking morning breath. But when it comes to keto breath, oh my gosh, mmm. It smells like something died up in your mouth and it's disgusting. If you're in a, I'm sorry, (laughs) it's going to be one of the ones I'm really excited. I'm just being myself here. But it's one of those ones that it's like, "Mm, hmm. your partner will tell you, (laughs) your husband will tell you, babes, you need to brush your teeth. You said, I have. I don't know what it is. Your body is doing abnormal things that it's not supposed to do. It smells like something died in your mouth. That is how bad the keto breath is. The second thing is keto bio. Body odor kicks to another level. Now, some people have perspiration issues. Some people have body odor issues. So no matter what, so it you could be a allergic reaction to soap. It could be allergic reaction to food you're eating. It could be the type of perfumes that are in your soap. So all the, uh, the uh, deodorant that you're using that's making you sweat and profusely, etc. Those things that you need to work with a dermatologist or a professional to help you with that. But whereas I never sweat like that, I sweat my hands, sweat my feet, sweat. And sometimes being overweight, I'm going to sweat in the creases. Let's talk honestly. We, As women, 
I keep it real here. You're going to sweat in the creases underneath your breast. You're going to sweat. If you've got a lot of rolls, you're going to sweat in the creases. That's what happens with sores. And that's what happens with obese people. But even if you're overweight, you're still going to have these issues. So when you're having keto body odor now, it's another level of body odor. You don't hear that when they're promoting their keto products. You don't see that in keto blogs. You see the great sides, quote unquote, great sides of keto, whatever that is. So you just look at the people burning fat. You look at all of those things. They don't tell you as a female when you start smelling in a way that you shouldn't start smelling. They're not telling you that. They tell you that in the behind the scenes, they tell you that in the community groups. And what happens in the community groups, they begin to normalize that your morning breath is kicking like something died in it. Your underarm is smelling so bad. And let's go down to your female parts now. You are peeing and you're smelling like ammonia, like toxic sewage in your lady parts. No matter how many times you wash with soap, no matter how many different types of soap you use, no matter how much water, and you might be like, no, but you're not meant to use soap down that area. Girlfriend, let me tell you, you're going to want to use everything. You're going to want to use bleach down there because it smells so bad. Now, this is real talk. I'm looking in, I'm in Facebook groups and they're talking about, you know what? Oh, you know what? My husband has told me it really smells down there. How do you get rid of your smell down there? Stop doing keto because your, 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 your urine is not meant to smell like ammonia. Your lady parts are not meant to smell like toxic ammonia. That, that, those sewage cans, sometimes it can happen when you're dyeing your hair. If you dye your hair or if you relax your hair, if you're African-American and you relax your hair and it's time for the relaxer to come out and it has that smell, that's what your wee smells like when you're doing keto. And that's just what your lady parts smell like every single day. Oh, that's no, okay, but I'm burning fat. They don't tell you that when you see them and you're scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Oh my gosh, what did you do? Oh, I did keto. She don't tell you that her underarm smells. She don't tell you that her breath smells like something died in her mouth. She don't tell you that her lady part smells so embarrassingly. She's afraid for her husband to come and, you know, get some action because it smells so bad. But this is what's commercialized. That This is going to be the latest thing to help you lose fat. I don't know what it's like for men because I'm not a man. But if as females, your urine smells like ammonia and so does your lady parts. Why do you want to do keto? It's embarrassing. And I'm joking about it. I say it nonchalantly, but when you're desperate to lose fat, when you're desperate to look different, you will do what it needs to do. What You will do whatever it needs. You will do whatever it takes. But how long are you going to do that for? When your husband don't want to come near you because the smell is so bad. He doesn't want to be intimate with you. But you're determined to burn fat by eating millions of eggs, lots of bacon. You're sick of steak, asparagus mushrooms just about actually no you can't eat my can i eat mushrooms no it's too many carbs what can i eat i can just eat lots of egg and cheese can i eat red peppers oh i don't know if i can is it under my 20 grams of carbs oh this is not working for me and we go in and out of that stuff and let me tell you the day that my body started to smell disgusting like that i was like what is happening i still did it that's why i searched the groups and i searched the question to see if anyone else asked it you know them ones when you search the group and you're like oh let me see if anyone else has asked I was like, yes, somebody else has asked. They were like, yeah, that's normal. So I was like, okay, that's how you're supposed to smell. No, it's not. No, no, no. So even if you have hygiene issues, that is worse than hygiene issues. You're not supposed to smell like ammonia. It's not a normal reaction that your body should be going to. But it's sensationalized and it's advertised as this is the be all and end all. And it's no wonder you can't sustain these methods. Because what happens is your body starts to, we have a certain amount of carbohydrates. We have a certain amount of glycogen that our body stores. And also we need in our muscles. We have that. But what happens is it then starts to switch to ketones to burn fat for energy. Your body needs 
carbs for energy. And when you go from that, that quick switch, sometimes you might have heard of keto flu. You've got headaches. You've got serious headaches because of the carb withdrawal, fatigue, vomiting. Constipated. You can't go to the toilet for days. So not only is your urine smelling like ammonia, your, your bowels are blocked up also. They don't tell you this. They will get you to sign up to join their team. They will get you to buy their nonsense products. They will get you to buy them at ridiculous, stupid prices, preying on you, your insecurities about your weight. But they don't tell you as a female, you're not supposed to smell that way. Or if they do, you go to commercialized Facebook groups talking about keto groups for beginners and women are normalizing their bodies smelling in a way they're not supposed to smell. Friends, this is not life. This is it. This is not how you sustainably lose fat it may work for you short term but the 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 issues and the health conditions that come about after it and the embarrassing things that happen once you start to do something your body isn't supposed to do yes it can do it but just because it can is it beneficial for me no it's not if you're embarrassed already because of being overweight about trying to be intimate you just about can be intimate with your husband now you've got this smell he's not coming near you say he don't come near you even worse now he's afraid to tell you And that's playing on you even more. Then you've got the thing of where your body is readjusting to taking out the carbs and you go into keto flu. Not everybody gets keto flu, but you're having that. Then you're having steak. You're having iron. You're not having as much vitamins and minerals. There are going to be nutrient deficiencies. There was a celebrity who was doing keto. She died. How many eggs? Egg. How much cheese? How much egg and steak and cheese can you eat? Cheese has its expiry date too. You can only eat so much cheese. You can only eat so many eggs. And so when your body is starting to have a high proportion of those foods, the second thing is that you are causing stress undue stress on your kidneys then that results in kidney stones and also your kidneys not effectively flushing out urine and and so when you're constantly having these things it's causing you to have acidic urine which is why your body starts to excrete and smell like ammonia you're adding more calcium to your urine and you're also smelling like a chemical factory and that's what is not told to you when it's being sensationalized. And so when you're having that now, these put you at risk. This is why the person is a celebrity. That's why she died. She had issues with her kidneys, which is one of the factors of keto, aside from being created for people who have epilepsy, for children who have epilepsy. Aside from that, these are things that are released into your body that you cannot see internally. You can see, that, and I had that. I had kidney a high infection of a urine infection when I did this as well. I had a back like flank pain in my left and my right side constantly whilst I was doing keto. So where you're externally focusing, oh, I can eat fat, fat, you may actually get results. It's not because of keto. It's because you're in a calorie deficit. And so when you're cutting out whole food groups, you're also cutting out nutrients that your body needs. So you're ending up being nutrient deficient, which is what happened to me. I now have a lifetime supply of vitamin D. If I'm lacking vitamin D, my head literally feels like I've got vertigo. I never had that before I did keto. And when I shared that in one of the groups, a woman was like, oh, no, it happens to African-Americans if you don't get enough sunlight. Yes, it does. But for me, when I did the blood test, the doctor told me you need to be on a lifetime supply of vitamin D. This was after I quit keto. Soon after I I quit keto, I did full blood count, FBCs full blood count did a full blood test to see where I was deficient I was anemic and I also needed to be on a lifetime supply I had to be on a double dose of vitamin d initially and then I go on to a reduced dose for the rest of my life one vitamin d tablet every single day because of keto 
because I bought into the lies that fad diets tell you. This is the way to lose fat. Let me tell you, if you follow me on Instagram, even if you don't, go and have a look at my before and after photo at VA Nutrition Coaching. My pro- my profile is open. You can see my before and after photos. You can scroll down. I put a before and after photo of what I looked like before keto and what I looked like in the midst of doing keto, in the midst of doing, there was a picture when I was doing the midst of keto. It's in a leopard top and a black black bottoms. That's when I was doing keto. And that's soon after I stopped. I got to a size six at my bottom and I got to about a size 10 up top. I looked into the mirror, everybody at church, because I sing at church. So I'm on stage, I'm prominent. People can see me. People know what I look like overweight and they know what I look like once I got down to that stage. I should be rocking my confidence. My body is amazing. I should be amazed because my body has literally gone down from a size 20 up top and a size 16 at the bottom. My body is now a size 6 at the bottom and a size 10 up top. Back fat be gone. Extra breastuses be gone. Belly fat didn't quite go down as much as I wanted but I reduced some of it because I was in a calorie deficit. But all of that, I should be on cloud nine. My confidence should be through the roof. When I enter the room, I'd be like, hey, your girl turned up. Hey, look at me. I should be showing everybody my before and after photo. But I didn't. I looked in the mirror and I still saw myself as fat. You know why? Fat diets don't address the root causes or the root issues of why I was addicted to food for 20 years of my life. Keto did not do that at all. Keto and fad diets are surface level things. They don't teach you how to deal with the crux of the matter. The issue is, I talked about it on the last one, talked about you've been abused, you've been sexually abused, emotionally abused, financially abused. You have been abused. You're in toxic, you've got toxic parents, you've got a toxic family, you've got a toxic mindset and that causes you to eat to numb the pain. It does not teach you how to deal with that. It's surface level, money grabbing, product sucking, and the products taste like chalk. They don't taste nice. They're horrible. They're horrible products, overpriced, but we get sucked into the commercialized things of these fad diets, which is why the fad diet industry is worth billions. That's why you keep going back to Weight Watchers. You keep going back to Slimming World in the desperate hopes that it's going to work this 10th time. And I'm not sure, I'm I'm passionate now. I'm passionate because we fall for the nonsense. Now, I don't swear. So nonsense is going to be the best that you're going to get. But we fall for this foolish rubbish that we get all the time. And the diet industry knows how to play on your emotions because it will pretty it up. It will tell you we need detox things. It will tell you this. You might even not even like steak, but you're forcing yourself to eat steak and eggs every day. And Philadelphia cheese. I'm not promoting these things, but how much cheese can you eat? Your name is looking like Tom and Jerry now. Like you're the mouse in Tom and Jerry just for a piece of cheese. Even though mouse don't really like cheese, but it's kind of like, how much cheese can I eat? Like, really? And I'm forced to make bread out of ground almonds. That's not bread, babes. It's ground almond with cottage cheese mixed together that might look like bread, but it's cheese. Let's call it what it is. It's not bread. Bread is bread. Yeah, you might have some keto bread. And I think some of those staples that are, are great. If you want to um, reduce the amount of breads that you're eating, go for Ezekiel bread. Go for whole grain sprouted bread. These are some of the fantastic breads that you can eat if you still like bread. People might have found great things. If they've got health conditions, people might have found an improvement in that. But did it? did it teach you how to deal with that because once you stop keto and you regain the weight what happens then 
we fall into the commercialized trap, the sensationalized trap of do this to lose weight, lose weight in 10 pounds. You don't need to do anything, do keto. And people will go to study those things. People will come back with science. People will come back with this. If your body was meant to do that, we would all be on the ketogenic diet. No one would be on Slimming World. Nobody would be doing Snoom. Nobody would be doing Weight Watchers. No one would do Beachbody. Nobody would do Whole 30. No one would do Paleo. Everybody would be on keto if this was the be all and end all, if this was the normal thing in life for everybody to do. We'd all be doing it. And just like that, friends, we've come to the end of today's episode in the ABCs of Weight Loss podcast series. I hope you have got some value from today. Now, they say if you go back and listen to it a second time, you will get something different the second time round, the third time round than you did when you first listened to it. Now, if you're somebody who wants to lose weight, get rid of those extra pounds that you're carrying that make you feel insecure about yourself that make you hate your relationship with yourself and also make you hate your reflection that you see in the mirror. Now, I used to hate looking in the mirror. In fact, I avoided looking in the mirrors for a number of years. And the reason why that was is because of a work colleague. I was already insecure about myself. I was already insecure about the way I look. And I was already insecure about the fact that I was aware that I was gaining weight, but I was afraid to deal with the issues that caused me to be overweight in the first place. They ridiculed me in front of my colleagues and the whole team by laughing at a state and a picture of me and that scarred me for a number of years it caused me to get into arguments with family members when they were trying to pressure me to get into photos as well as friends and what I would do is I would hide behind everybody else so the fat one wouldn't be seen in the front of the photo and that happened for years but it wasn't until I addressed the root causes which was my rejection which was my insecurities and was my unhealthy attachment and relationship with food I use food to cover up my insecurities, to cover up how I felt rejected by those people who were supposed to love me. But what happened is the very same foods that I was going to for comfort, they ended up making me sick. And I had hospital tests upon hospital tests, but they never ever found something wrong. All the time, the real issue was staring me in the face, but I was so afraid to address the real root cause. Now, if you can identify with some of the things that I've stuck there throughout today's episode and the rest of the episodes that you've listened to, then I want you to reach out to me. All the ways that you can reach out to me and work with me are in the show notes below. You can have a deep dive one-to-one session with me and we will go through an intense 90 minutes of working through what you've done in the past and the plan that you have for the future. Now, if you're somebody who just needs that plan, wants to know how many calories to track, how many macros you should be tracking, or whether or not macros is right for you, but you just want a plan of nutrition and that it's personalized to you, this would be beneficial for you. If you're somebody who's a busy mom, a busy professional, and you've never really put into perspective the way that you eat your relationship that you have with food you're good at being there for everybody else your spouse your friends your partner your family your colleagues your clients you're there for everybody else but when it comes to somebody filling your cup there's nobody there for you now if that's you you're good at putting everybody else above yourself but your health falls to the wayside and you want to learn the things as to how you can overcome that you want to have time to meal prep with your family so you're not always having takeaway every single day you can have them once or twice a week but you're also honing in on your abilities your skills to cook but you want somebody to walk through that with you for a six month accountability period then I encourage you to apply for the application this is a program for women who are serious about making changes and I will be your wingwoman to get you there to help you really shift the fad diet cycle that you've been in for years you don't need to cut out carbohydrates you don't need to restrict yourself you don't need to do fad diets or get caught up in the diet culture any longer there is a way out friends 
and I'm here to help you. Can't wait to catch you in the next episode.